1: First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. All right, Saints and Eagles, with the Cowboys winning, if you're Philly, do you sit Jalen Hurts in this game on Sunday?
0: I think Jalen Hurts is going to play this weekend. Um, I saw he returned to practice today. I, I would play him. I would have no problem because... If you win this weekend, you basically clinch everything up. Then you get into the conversation next week. If you do play everyone, how do you approach it with that bye week looming as well? So that's it's going to be very fascinating to me. There's no doubt the Eagles win the, the NFC East. They'll be the number one overall seed. I'm just curious how they navigate these next two weeks in when you bring in back Jalen Hurts and then what happens the final week of the season with that bye week See, this looming. goes
1: right back to what we were saying about Lamar Jackson. I don't think Hurts is 100%. I don't think that he's absolutely in tip-top shape but I think they're worried in Philly that if they don't play him this week and he sits next week and then you have the bye week there's going to be way too much rust that accrues. I think that they're they they are they want to play Hurts and he wants to play too because he's a competitive guy. But I think that they're just as motivated to play him by the by the concern or fear about too much time off as they are about wanting to win the game and sew up the division. I really think that's part of that, that they but, don't which want is this fair. to be like, but I also wonder when we
0: just compare these two players together, Lamar and Jalen hurts, seems like Jalen hurts is itching to get back. I don't know if Lamar Jackson and maybe the contract, well, like no we one's reported that. It, yeah, exact. I
1: agree with you on that. There's not one of these insiders Who's basically said Jackson is trying to talk the Ravens, trying to talk John Harbaugh into playing? Nobody has said that. Yeah. Which I think speaks to what you said earlier, where the contract thing and his future there, future period, is clearly playing in the decision making. You know, you said that you think the Niners can still go to the Super Bowl with Purdy. If mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts couldn't play, do you think Minshew could get the Eagles there? It's a good question. I would if Hurts played and got hurt and aggravated that shoulder and he's out, and they got Minshew the rest of the way, can do you think it's Nick Foles 2.0? No. I think they could win a
0: playoff game or two. I, I think they could win one playoff game. I, I would have a tough time thinking Minshew goes into, uh, w- w- even though he'd be at the link. Can, can beat the 49ers. The Eagles are a very good team. I, I love this Eagles team. But it would team. be
1: Brock Purdy at the link in Philly in an NFC Championship game.
0: I, I I get it, but I think the roster for the
1: 49ers, not that it's
0: drastically better,
1: but I thought we said the better Eagles had the best roster when the season started in the NFC. What happened? I, I think the Eagles have been my pick to go
0: to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. You take Hurts off that team, I think there is more of a drop-off from Hurts to Minshew than there is from whatever the 49ers have been throwing out the last few years. It's been a system. It's been a system. Jimmy, uh, come on, Jimmy G in an NFC title game, handed the ball off like eight or nine times and got to a Super Bowl. He's a good quarterback. He's not this great quarterback. Jalen Hurts is an MVP of the league right now. Well, Micah Parsons said it was their system. Good for Micah Parsons. Good good, good for Micah Parsons. (laughs) But
1: wonderful. Uh, I happen to think that they could go with Minshew if he had to play. I do not. uh, To me, he's the type of quarterback that giveth and taketh. And I think he could get hot and play two or three good games and get them to a Super Bowl. Uh, And also, I I think Purdy manages the
0: game better. Minshew. Oh, God. Well, hold on. But Minshew is aggressive. And I think that leads to more turnovers. You know, Purdy. It's just trying not to mess the thing up. Minshew, when he's out there, is trying to go win the game, which has its positives and negatives. But I think there's just more, more inclined to turn over the football of Minshew. Niners and Raiders, what's going to happen with Derek Carr? Derek Carr next year, I think, is the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Now, I know you're going to say from one toxic organization to another. And you're not wrong. I can't stand Daniel, uh, Daniel Snyder. It looks like he's almost out the door, but who knows how long that takes. But that roster is a solid roster with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Donson, Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, and the defense that they have. I think Carr would be really good. Not great, but really good with the Commanders. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, my, as bringing a bunch of big names together.
0: I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so
1: many you know, more doors. The
0: show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: So I want them to end up with the Colts just because it would be hysterical <laughs> for them to once again just go with that type of quarterback. So, the devil's advocate question for me with this is, if we are to believe that the Adams trade to Green Bay was precipitated by his desire to play with Carr mm-hmm. then what happens if you remove Carr? Does Adams then ask out to? He may, and here would be my response to Devonte Adams.
0: Your dead cat pit next year is thirty something million dollars for a wide receiver. We're not moving you. Because then in Adams also, there was reports he wanted to be closer to home. He wanted I don't family know. members to come see the I, games and all that stuff too.
1: I, I don't know, man. Like, Mark Davis lived through Randy Moss with the Raiders. Like, I I, I just – and Carr has actually been – and I think Mark Davis is the type of guy – now his GM isn't. He's a Patriots guy, and so is McDaniel. So they don't really believe in this stuff. But you, you, at the end of the day, answer to the owner – Carr has been so adamant about wanting to play his entire career with the Raiders and having so much loyalty to that organization that I honestly could see Mark Davis being persuaded by that in the off season and making them run it back with him one more time.
0: Because I think what's that, the, what's the on.
1: trade value for him? Like well, what, well, what, that's what, what do you get back for him? maybe
0: a a conditional second round pick that turns into a first round pick or something like that. I think it's going to be so tough to trade him um, as well. Now you could always find a way to get a deal done, but he has a no trade clause. And if I'm Derek Carr and this team doesn't want me anymore, and I've already left the, left the organization, the facility, even though I'm still under contract by them, I think this is setting up for my release. Yeah, but isn't Jimmy
1: G isn't Jimmy G a cautionary tale with this, where Kyle Shanahan said, you're not allowed to practice with us in training camp. And then they found a compromise. And before he got injured, like a little bit different though, I I get the point, but
0: I don't Derek Carr didn't want to get benched. Derek Carr wants to play this week and there's not playing him in my opinion, because if he gets hurt, and then three days after the Super Bowl, he can't pass a physical. Then they have to guarantee him $40.4 million. And I think it's Claire McDaniels who has the ear of Mark Davis, wants his own guy, and he's going to look to find his own guy. I just don't know.
1: Well, who the, the hell is
0: his own guy? That, that's that's the thing. I don't know in this offseason if you're drastically going to get better than what you had in Derek Carr, who I think is anywhere between anywhere I'll answer between the top question. ten. You're not going to gonna a, get
1: better than that. You're yeah, not going to get better than him. At times, he could look like a top-10
0: quarterback, but he's probably more like 14th, 15th, it feels like, in the league. Maybe they bring in Jimmy G. They're, right now, they have the ninth pick. And they're going to lose these last two games. Maybe they move up in the draft and they go get someone. It, it's a mess in Las Vegas, and what is it all centered around? We talk about the car thing with the money. The only reason McDaniels coming back next year is because of the money that they
1: owe. Uh, Zach, you are in New York with CBS Sports Radio. Uh, A guy that you are very very familiar with, Joe Beningo, said on WFAN this week that he thinks you could make a case for Daniel Jones as NFL MVP because of what the Giants have had around him in New York this year. That their leading receiver is a guy, Darius Slayton, who was a healthy and active week one that they have not put a team around him to succeed. And there they are, 8-6-1. All they have to do is beat Jeff Saturday's Colts on Sunday to clinch their first playoff spot since 2016. So if you are the Giants, you're not going to tag this guy. You're not going to give him that kind of money. So what kind of commitment would you make to Daniel Jones? Is Daniel Jones a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, Zach Gelb? I think he has potential
0: to be. I don't know if he's there right now. He has been playing though well this year with Isaiah Hodgins and James as some of his wide receivers. Um, So I think he is displayed enough and I never thought this would be the case. The giants didn't think this would be the case because then they would have picked up his fifth year option before the start of the year. But he has showed you that he's at least deserving of another opportunity I think you probably look at a short-term deal. Maybe it's like a three-year contract, a two-year contract, and you load up the guarantees. But I remember I talked to Joe Shane. I had him on when it was the bye week. And Joe Shane, he was talking about his evaluation. He's had the you got to have it moments this year, Daniel Jones, all that. And I said, have you seen enough to guarantee that he's going to be the quarterback next year? And it was a very calculated answer where it was we're still doing our evaluation process. So I even think at that moment, At the bye week, they still didn't even know if he was going to be back. But he's played himself into at least deserving to be the starting quarterback next year. But if you let him get to the open market, I don't know
1: what the market's going to be. So you run the risk of losing him. Well, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world for the Giants. Because, you know, I don't think... Look, you can in one breath say he hasn't had the weapons this year. Um... But at the same time, you had three other years to evaluate the guy as your starting quarterback, and he was a turnover machine and he fumbled all the time and he lost to teams that he should beat at home. And I know with a horrible GM, step. though,
0: and, and coaching,
1: well, that was the definition
0: of ineptitude.
1: Yeah, but you know what, though? Like this whole thing with the Giants this year, I'm really concerned that it's one of these years where they take a step forward. And people get all excited by it. And then in reality, it's actually not progress whatsoever. Like, I'm old enough to remember when Danny Cannell and the Giants made the playoffs in 97 and lost to the Vikings. And people were like, wow, this team has a bright future. They didn't. They needed to basically revamp their entire team. By the time Kerry Collins got there, they went to a Super Bowl. But it was with a different quarterback. And it was with a lot of different players. Like I, they should not be. My point is, you have a negative turnover differential. You're not really a good team. Now, is that because of bad drafting? Yeah, in part, horrible free agent signings. You actually don't have a lot of cap space. But I also think Dable is like taking a weird, like almost a perverted, like sense of pride in running off all of these guys. I think him and the G like was the Kadarius Tony trade really a good trade? Like, it's not I, like Kadarius Toney is a,
0: is a superstar here.
1: Yeah, but you're a team that's devoid of talent. You have no talent other than your running back. Yeah, I don't some think he was lineman. a lineman.
0: Kadarius Tony wanted out of New York. I, I think there was some locker room issues there. But, but for what you just said, and I, I think it's a fair point. It would not surprise me to take a step back next year. And you have to remember who they're modeling this kind of regime after, In the Buffalo Bills, the Bills with Tyrod Taylor had some pieces that are now part of that team. They went to the playoffs. So that's who
1: Daniel Jones is in this comparison? He's Tyrod Taylor and not
0: Josh Allen? Potentially, maybe they have to go find their their next guy, but there's also a lot of problems on this roster. Yeah, you have Andrew Thomas, you have Evan Neal. uh, Defensive line, you got some pieces as well. Kayvon Thibodeau's an absolute stud. You got one of the better defensive tackles in the league too. But when you look at... The that that whole thing that happened. Yeah, they went out and they got Josh Allen. But that following season, that second year, I think they were six and ten when they when they drafted Josh Allen his first year. So it wouldn't surprise me they regress. Here's the thing, though. I think you could find a short term deal with Jones where you guarantee him enough money and it doesn't make you commit too many years to him. Like he's not going to get a four or five year deal, I would have to assume. And you go invest and bring in some legit
1: wide receivers just to see what he could do. Yeah, but I think I feel like I already know the answer. I feel like Daniel Jones still isn't going to be good enough next year, and you're just delaying the inevitable, which is finding somebody else to play quarterback who's better. Which is fair. Which is fair. Uh, Broncos and Chiefs. Who should be Denver's head coach next year? Is it going to be should be or who will be? Well, well, is it going to be Sean Payton? Uh, Barring, and we know that ownership
0: group has the most money uh, out of any NFL owners. Um, barring they write him a, a check that he says, okay, I, I can't refuse. If Sean Payton goes to Denver, I think he's out of his mind. I, I think that's a horrible job right now. Defensively, they're good. I I'm, i don't like Russell Wilson recently. I even, this was even before, not that I thought this deal was going to be this much of a disaster, but I said, I thought he was declining a little bit his last year, year and a half in Seattle. And I thought there was some validity to what Pete Carroll was saying. I don't think the weapons are that great there in Denver. The offensive line, very shaky. Javante Williams coming off the knee injury. And Jerry Judy's like solid. He's he's good. Is he a number one wide receiver? Or is he like a a one and a half? He's not to compare the direct player. When Juju Smith-Schuster was in Pittsburgh, at times he shows he's a one, but then he shows he's a two. He's kind of like an in-betweener, like a one and a half. Well, he showed he was a bad job. He put up big numbers when AB... Yeah, that, that, that is true, but that's a bad job right now. And also Herbert M Mahomes in your division. Good luck. I would not take that job. I would think they're going to have to settle on someone that has previous experience. Is that Dan Quinn? Is that Frank Reich? Um, Is it potentially Jim Caldwell? I think they'll bring in a coach that has head coaching experience, but they're going to have to settle on someone. They're not going to get one of their top three candidates.
1: Let me ask you a question in all seriousness here about this situation, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, let's say Michigan, let's say Michigan beats TCU, but gets blown out again by Georgia. And let's say these, this Walton family goes to Jim Harbaugh after the season is done and says, we'll give you. $20 million a year for 10 years. We'll give you $200 million. Does he take that job? I would think so. Because even though. So they should then. They should.
0: But even though Jim Harbaugh said last year. That this will not be a yearly thing. And I know earlier in December this month. He said he will be the coach of Michigan in 2023. I think with that national championship game. Assuming Michigan is in it. When that week right after that, I want to see if he takes a job interview or not. Because if you take a job interview, all this stuff that you've said about staying at Michigan, staying at Michigan, it shows your heart is in a different place and you're, you're, you're halfway in, halfway out the door with Michigan. If he doesn't take a job interview, then I'll say, okay, he's serious about staying. But I think Harbaugh would – Harbaugh, I know that he's not everyone's cup of tea – and he has to get along with general manager. He may be the general manager himself. Four years as an NFL coach got the three NFC title games and got to a Super
1: Bowl. That's what I, I mean. just wonder. I, how, my thing thinking, is, exactly, I agree if, with you. If you're the richest owner in the NFL and there's Keep no salary it. cap on coaches, exactly, then mm-hmm. they should offer Jim Harbaugh that amount of money and force him to say no to them. And that's what this ownership group needs to do because if you don't
0: spend a ridiculous amount of money, I think this has potential to be the least attractive job on the market. So when you're a rich family and you're annoyed and something isn't working out the way you want it, you got to pay more.
1: And that's what I think it's going to take if they want to get an elite name. Bears and Lions on Sunday, Zach. Which of those two NFC North teams has a brighter future in your opinion? It's a good question because I like Fields a lot, but that roster –
0: is just really bad i would slightly but they might lean, have the top pick yes that th- they could um i would lean the lions i think they have better even though they don't have their long-term quarterback i think they've done a better job building the roster where i actually don't look at the lions and think of them as a joke anymore not that i i don't know if that's sustainable but i think they could in, in a year or two, once you officially say they're done with golf, go get their guy at the quarterback spot. I know they could do that this year, potentially in the draft as well, but um, if you're not getting Bryce Young, I, I would not take a quarterback this year.
1: Okay, so I think it's the Bears. Even though I have serious questions about – I still do. Why wouldn't you about the infrastructure there, about their coach, about their GM who's brand new? Yeah. I mean, the guy – made two deals midseason. He traded Roquan Smith for a late second-round pick, and he gave up potentially the number one pick in the second round for Chase Claypool. So not a good, uh, you know, if that is how I'm going to judge you, early returns as a general manager, not great. Two bad deals, I would say. Almost two Fs on those trades. The coach, I still don't understand why, you'd hire a defensive guy. They might lose Luke Getzey as a head coach to one of these teams that gets desperate in this hiring cycle. The guy that helped bring this out of Justin Fields with no supporting cast. But I'm actually, maybe it's Danny on this podcast. I'm hmm. actually convinced Fields is going to be great. I think he's I think he will next year make a jump that that even if it's he has to drag them I think they'll be an eight or nine win team and they'll make the playoffs, even if the coaches in front office there undermine the guy. Well, I that's my biggest very... concern
0: that they could mess him up. But I
1: can't say that about the Lions. Like, I, I could see the Lions. But they have a good
0: infrastructure. Him. When you look at the way that they're built in the trenches with Panay Sewell and Aiden Hutchinson. You have yeah. a Monroe
1: St. Brown as a wide receiver. Yeah. But for he- quarterback by Jared Goff, Zach, and it looks like they're going to tr- convince themselves that Goff is the right guy for the job. Now I heard Adam shine say this, and
0: I know you are a, a Syracuse guy. So I will bring up shine on this podcast, playing the role of Danny Parkins. Did you hear shine say, and I thought this was an absurd take, but then the more I thought about it. I'm like, wow, the quarterback playing the NFC has been that bad. He said that Jared Goff has been a top five quarterback in the NFC this year. And he could be as high as two with the way that he's played this season. He said that two weeks ago. And at first, I'm like, a top five quarterback, what is he smoking? But you go through the quarterbacks in the NFC compared to the AFC, the AFC is loaded with with good quarterback play. The NFC, it's wide open. So maybe golf being
1: solid is is good enough for the short term. Well, he's saying that because outside of Jalen Hurts, Dak's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Daniel Brady and Rodgers have been disappointing. Yeah, I mean – I don't I don't think that that's I mean, cousins would be the other guy, yes, but but like that to me is not enough of a reason to wanna, you know, basically put your flag down and declare that this guy is going to be our quarterback next year and beyond. No. Well, for next year,
0: yes, beyond, I could understand that being completely stupid and I don't think he is the long term answer but you could keep on using this draft capital to keep on making this a more and more attractive destination where the next year you could move up in the draft. You continue to do well as we've seen teams do, or dare I say it, maybe Detroit becomes a popular free agent destination for some of these teams in future years.